At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction in exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named Rick the Intern. He called this experience. Anyone else get these bizarre voicemails? Please. Allow me to tell you his tale. I started getting them last night. My ex had taken the kids for half the month, and I was home alone. My apartment was dark and quiet. You might say tomb-like. The TV was on the volume down low. I was missing my kids, missing my ex and despising myself for it. My phone lit up. I had to carefully remove the bowl of vanilla ice cream swimming in vodka from my stomach lest it tips over. I saw a number I didn't recognize, so I did the sensible thing and ignored it. Then I got the familiar ding, buzz, buzz. One new voicemail. Okay, I thought, I'll bite. The phone number hadn't read scam likely. Might even be important. The first time I played it back I couldn't hear it well, but it sounded like numbers. Put it on speakerphone. Cranked up the volume to max, in a crackly drone, sounding like a voice recording from the 1980s or earlier. Somebody read out these numbers. 4, 14, 1, 12, 18, 5, 13, 13, 21, 19. That was all the message they'd left. Straight away I knew it wasn't a phone number. It was too many digits, and they were all spaced out in doubles. I tried to return to my low-effort binge-watching at a low volume, half-heartedly piecing together subtitles. Hours later, I couldn't get it out of my head. I won't tell you the actual phone number that called me, because I'd really rather not, but I did give that number a callback. It was a number with my area code. I called it. It rang so much I thought I'd be the one to go to voicemail this time. But then came the click. Except for some murmurs of static, it was quiet on the other end. Hello, I said. Somebody left a message from this number. It was all. Digits. Not a phone number, just. I don't know what it was. Clearer now. Breathing on the other end. Hello. Click again. They'd hung up. Brief, but bothersome. I didn't have much time to let it bother me, though. Because within ten minutes I got a call back from that number. I answered instead of letting it go to voicemail. Whoever it was immediately ended the call. Okay, I thought. That's pretty odd. 
About another 10 more minutes, another call. I answered again. Same treatment. As soon as I said hello, they hung up. I didn't answer the next one because I was using the restroom. That one went to voicemail. I heard the ding, buzz, buzz as soon as I entered my living room again. Hands clammy, I picked up my phone, played it back. I kind of expected another weird series of digits. Instead, what I got was this. Hey, what's the strangest thing you've ever seen at a museum? Went to that carnival museum today. You know the one. I saw a costume that reminded me of you. Got me thinking. Anyway, don't want to talk your ear off. Sherry and the kids send their best. We're doing great, and everyone's happy. Can't wait to see you. It was a man's voice, but one I did not recognize. Carnival Museum. When did I go to a carnival museum? I tried to remember all the parades I'd ever attended, New Orleans and elsewhere. I couldn't recall stopping in at any carnival museums. Must have me confused with someone else. On the other hand, the voicemails and wordless calls wanted to suggest other things. What those were, I wasn't sure. I glanced around my TV flickered, but the otherwise dark apartment, as a chill worked its way too slowly from foot to head like a bad massage. About another ten minutes, and I got another call. I let this one go to voicemail. You won't believe what happened today, the same man's voice said. JJ, you know, Joey Jr., fell from a tree and broke some stuff. I told that boy about climbing the trees. But get this, that's not even the most unbelievable part. We didn't need to see a doctor. Just gave him some of that ice cream and he was right as rain. Walking just fine. Now, there's a little hitch in his step, but it's the kind of thing that adds character. We played some family games and, for you know it, things was back to normal. Ah, there I go again. I'm for sure talking your ear off, and I know we'll be seeing each other very soon. We're doing great, though, and everyone's happy. This is getting ridiculous, I thought. I tried to pick apart my mind thinking back on all my old acquaintances. Even if this was someone I knew, there was no way I was planning on meeting or seeing them. As those messages suggested, I called the phone number again before another rough 10 minutes could transpire. Hey, don't hang up. I don't know you or your family. You've got me confused with someone else. Click. At least I'd had them on the line for a few rushed sentences. The messages continued. Every rough ten minutes like clockwork that someone's bashed with a hammer. Anytime I picked up and didn't let it go to voicemail, I was rewarded with the call quickly ending. Every message told some new details of that family's lives. How their daughter Abigail got herself hurt chasing after some cars. How Joey Jr. had tried to eat a cockroach. How Rebecca had to get her wisdom teeth out and it was a messy experience. How they'd all gone shopping for secondhand clothing so fresh it might have been pulled straight from the backs of others. Even though these messages were spaced out at roughly 10 minute intervals. It seemed he was describing separate days, weeks, months even. Another strange thing was how, about near the end of each voicemail, the man concluded with we're doing great and everyone's happy. When it ate into my sleep, I lost every ounce of my patience. Oh, I was scared. But I was also fed up. I gave their number another call. I don't want to hear how great you are doing, I said, and how happy you are. Do you hear me? No more voicemails. Heavy, heavy breathing on the other end. Sounded like more than one person doing it. I'll ask your forgiveness for not going about this earlier. I'm kind of an old soul, at least when it comes to things like technology. I put my phone on silent. 
and I finally got around to searching that phone number that was calling me online. You know, seeing if there was anything about it tied to scammers and stuff like that. I didn't find anything online about scammers, but that number was connected to a company that had locations all over. I'm talking about all over the country. And while I won't tell you the name of it, I will tell you that it had the word happiness in it. There wasn't much information online on the official website or elsewhere. There were some creepy pictures on the official website, oozing happiness in bright monochromes. From the about section, I wasn't sure whether it was supposed to be a pharmaceutical company or some kind of wellness center. While I was doing all that searching, I'd received a bunch of voicemails I hadn't listened to yet. My phone had been unsilent. Glancing over from my office chair, I noticed Dawn slipping in through the blinds. I raised them and looked out my apartment window. Soft blue, red, and yellow in bands, with the yellow flowing around the trees. It was like a painted, uncooked Easter egg that had been broken with the yolk spilling out. Made me think of the last Easter I'd spent with my family. I'd gotten fussy with my ex about using real eggs this time. She'd said, what other eggs are you supposed to paint? They might stink in the sun, I'd said. Somehow or other expletives got flung around. Next thing you know, the kids were crying, throwing their own fits. Next thing you know, the Easter egg hunt was canceled. Like Hemingway describes bankruptcy. It happened gradually and then suddenly. About like the breakup in our marriage. Weird how a sunrise through some trees can remind a person of things like that. I guess my mind was on family largely from all those voicemails from Joey Sr., a family man of the year. I pulled up my desk chair to the window and just stared a while. My phone dinged, buzzed. Pretty soon I might be receiving voicemails from work. I'd have to shower and get ready. Sleep and whatever this was. Had to wait. One thing I learned from the dissolution of our family unit was that the practicalities of life didn't care. Oh, the people involved with those practicalities pretended to care. But when it came to working, if you didn't show you got replaced. Didn't matter what was going on in your personal life. And who can blame them? It's all a machine. I showered and got dressed for work. As soon as I opened my front door, I saw them. They were past the apartment complex road in parking lots. Back past the manicured magnolia and golden rain trees. Up under the wilder canopy of blackjacks and pines. A man. A woman. Two children. Holding hands. I couldn't hear them, but I could read their lips. Over and over again, rapidly, they were saying, We're doing great and everyone's happy. We're doing great and everyone's happy. I peered but couldn't see their faces well above their feverishly working mouths. They wore old clothing, garments that belonged in an attic or were left hanging at a yard sale. I peered but didn't dare step out onto my patio. Cars drove by in the parking lot, clueless to what lurked in the trees. I imagined someone approaching them. I imagined that family jumping out with knives, stabbing and slashing their victim while they chanted over and over. We're doing great, and everyone's happy. I went inside, locked my door, latched the windows, and got the police on the phone. The person I spoke with became fixated on prank calls and how there wasn't much they could do unless death threats were involved. It's like they completely ignored the part about the family outside my apartment stalking me. So they're happy, huh? Well, that's good. I'd be more concerned if they weren't. They advised me to just block the number. The problem was, I was afraid if I blocked it they'd do more than stalking. 
The police didn't even send anyone out. After speaking with them, I found I had just gotten a new voicemail during the conversation. The moisture in my mouth suddenly went into my hands. I played it back. Hey, still waiting on you. If you want to go ahead over to, you'd beat us there. Then you'd be the one waiting. Ha, ha. We can catch up there. Good things are on the horizon. We're doing great and everyone's happy. That address in the message, I recognized it. I got back on my computer and pulled up my browser history to confirm. It was that company's closest location. The company that the number they were calling from was associated with. And what about the other series of digits in the very first message I'd gotten? Now, as I finish typing all this up, I've got a decision to make. And I'm not sure how much time is left to make it. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. That last message seemed especially threatening. Difficult for me to explain. Something in the emphasis. Worse, maybe, is that I haven't received a single voicemail since the last one. I don't know what that means. I might be okay until nightfall. Until that. Family is less worried, maybe, about being seen. A part of me just wants to go into work, hoping it'll make me forget what's going on here. Maybe I can sleep there, at the office, instead of coming back home. I'm concerned that if I don't go to that location from their last message, they'll do something extreme. But there's something else. Sorry I haven't mentioned it yet. I was trying to get all this down. As I was trying to get it all down, I took breaks to look out the window near my front door. They're out there all right, most of the time, holding hands, mouths moving rapidly. Other times there's this other thing. Like all that happiness had cast a great big shadow. A tall shape moves occasionally in the trees past the parking lot. Its arms and legs work like slinkies. Its head slings back and forth like it's trying to free itself from its body. Somehow, I know it isn't very happy at all. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.